Welcome to NLP Talks with Laura Evans, a podcast for people looking to unleash their potential in business and life. I'm Laura Evans, international trainer of NLP and host for this podcast series. Join me for insightful interviews with people that know firsthand just how NLP can change lives and they'll share with you tips and strategies to help you clear your path to success. Stay tuned. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Laura Evans and I'm the founder and lead trainer at unleashyourpotential.org.uk and of course, your host for this podcast. Today's guest is Bob Kennedy, who is a coach and trainer helping people in life, business and sales. And today we're going to be talking about sales. If you're concerned about sales, think sales is a dirty word, think you can't do it, then guess what? You're in the right place because Bob's going to provide you with lots of hints and techniques. So, Let's get started. When did you first come across NLP? Because I know so you've done pretty much all the courses that we offer, but your journey with NLP and sales started a little bit earlier, didn't it, before you go? So tell us where it all started. Well, amazingly enough, it was in BT. I was a sales manager in BT, and and my manager at the time was a lady called Pauline Grogan. And uh, she uh, she joined the team. There was five or six managers, and she just made a connection she just whatever she did we didn't know at the time but she just understood what how we how we ticked she was able to connect with us each of us all and we would have conversations as you do on the phone and go she just really gets me she just understood i'm going to get an email the email would be in the sort of communicate towards what we were looking for and it just she would treat us all differently and that was what on one occasion when uh, we had a meeting uh, she said, well, actually, I am a NLP practitioner. And that was the very first time I've heard of anything about NLP. And goodness me, that's gone back over 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was it about what she was doing that really ignited that interest in you into, to learn NLP? Well, you know, that's a, that's a great question. And, and I think it was just because it just got me. Mm. Does that make sense? It just really got me, just understood my communication, um, how, how she, she took time to understand who I was. And then when I had a, uh, if I sent off a request or, a, or an email, it would come back in the way that I would write it. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. And it just, this is really, it, it just made things really easy. And not just for me, but for our colleagues. And all of a sudden then the whole department raised expectations, we raised standards. Uh, and all of a sudden, we, we were uh, increasing revenue. And then the cat was out the bag, and you found out the skills she actually had. And you went, "Wow, you know, that's quite interesting." So, did you then start to pick her brains and start to understand what she was doing? And well, to be honest with you, I didn't. Okay, I didn't. And, and I guess in that time, it, things happen for a reason. Yeah. And I didn't. I didn't. I didn't look into it that much at the time. There was a lot going on at BT at the time. A lot of changing of management. There was a lot of uh, job restructuring. There was a lot. And she moved on. Uh, she actually moved on in the company. But the skills that she helped us with, we were able to then use, especially through a turbulent time when, when there was uh, some departments were closing, people were moving departments and so forth. And that was a, that, so, but I used it. And then I suppose unconsciously, I actually used it during that time. Yeah, yeah. So talk to us about your personal benefit from having studied NLP generally, but then more specifically in terms of how it's now helped you in sales. Now you know, because you've done practitioner and master practitioner. So now you know all that. What kind of impact has that had for you? Wow, it's had a huge impact. And the reasons have a new hedge impact because it's like a toolbox. And I'm able to then, to depending on the scenarios that, that I find myself in, whether with a, with a coaching clients or with in the classroom environment, in a sales environment or in a coaching, I'm able to then to pick out 
different parts of the of the of the toolbox to help in that specific area. And without question, the the sales side of things, it's really important when you're looking at the rapport, the language, the patterns that we use in the past when we're not getting the results, and when you look back on the results that you may have had in the past and no longer getting, why is that happening? What one area I really want to say is about the self-talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. The self-talk, that little that little voice in our head going, I'm not good enough or this is not going to happen and the fear kicks in and that feeling of fear. So many of my clients that I that have now get get that and it's it's very normal. They find it's very, and how do they overcome that? Uh, and the great thing about NLP in sales when it comes to that is is helping the salespeople build their confidence up. Yeah, yeah. It's funny though, isn't it? I think we all do. Like you say, sales as much as any other area, we get into unhelpful thinking patterns, unresourceful mindsets, unresourceful emotions. I call it what you want, but a life plays out, doesn't it? And then you get salespeople particularly whose pattern of sales start to go down and down. And it's almost like they, they have the skills, they have the technical knowledge. It's not like they don't know what the product is, but yet they're struggling. I mean, you must see that in your coaching quite a lot. Oh, Laura, I would see it all the time. There's three key areas that um, that we look at when, I, when I'm coaching. One is knowledge. How much knowledge do they have of the product? Because if you haven't got knowledge of your product, then let's, let, that's an easy fix, to be honest, because it's just a case of sitting down and finding out about what the knowledge is. Yeah. The, the other one is skill. So that takes a little bit of coaching. So some people are just throw in the deep end, and actually it's not doesn't help them very much, and they, they need that. And that's where NLP can help a lot is because it, it can help you give you the, the tools in order to skill you, uh, to improve the skills that you've actually got. Another one is attitude. And the attitude is, is probably the biggest one because you can help people with knowledge, you can help people with skills, but attitude and having that positive attitude in sales is just is critical. Uh, and I, I like to call it the 51%. You know, if, it's like a Duracell battery. If you are above 51% power or the energy, whatever you want to call it, positivity, above 51%, hey, you're doing okay. If you're below that 51%, then you need to be aware that whatever you're giving out, you're going to get back. So if you're giving that negative attitude out uh, below 51%, generally you're going to get a, a negative response. If you stay above the 51%, then guess what? Then things start, amazing things start happening. And, and what I teach um, uh, a lot of my coaching clients I have is how to stop the bus for a minute mm. and just self, be a little bit self-aware, uh, use the peripheral vision, you know, so you're not focused on one on one specific thing and just have a self-analyse, where are they? What state are they in? Are they in a state of uh, negativity or the state of positivity? And it's always make sure that how do I get to the above the 51% because that's where the magic happens. So how do you get above 51%? Like what's what's the tactics? What's the tools to do that? Great. Well, it's all about the state that you're in. So are you in a state? So how do you change your state? Well, you Emotional can... state now, Emotional whether I'm happy state. or sad. Absolutely, or... absolutely. Okay. So we're sitting in a state. I mean, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm really excited yeah. to be here. And I, I... But you know what? Before I came in, I put closed my eyes and I thought about a state that I'm aware am I at. And it's really important I get myself in that. Now, you can either do that a number of ways. So music's a great way to get you out of a state. The moving of your body. I mean, even just sitting in this chair, just just, just moving, yeah, going side by side and just doing that. And whatever works for you, you find yourself as you get out of that state. So for me, music and body movement's a great one. Now, some, some people have got a small trampoline. They get up in the trampoline in the mornings or do whatever it takes. Get me. It could be that you're in the office and things are, are getting toppy, just in case I get off the seat, 
walking round and then getting back again and going, right, OK, thanks. A brisk walk, right, does wonders. And change of scenery, I think that works really well for me. It's like, get up, move, get your blood circulating, energy shifting, go for a walk around the car park, go make a cup of tea, whatever, but do something different and then come back. There's nothing worse than sitting at a desk with your head in your hands going, oh... Yeah, I've just lost a key sale, what do I do? Yeah. yeah. Cool. So what else? Other things that you could do is just, uh, some of the techniques that, I, that we, we do is like anchoring. So you can okay. anchor a state. So, for example, on my knuckles, I, I anchor happiness. So if I can touch my knuckles at a certain time and I want to do that, then I can actually I, I can get that state back again. Um, that's a great one. Uh, we talked earlier about the circle of confidence. So when you need that little boost of confidence, so I carry my circle of confidence in my pocket. So if, I need, if I need to have it... I have it, mine then... as a bangle. <laughs> If I need to have it, can I take it off and throw it on the floor and then just close my eyes, step into my circle of confidence and, and that extra boost. But you know what? Because we're all human. There's a time when stuff isn't going so well. And how do you, how, what's your coping me- mechanisms for, for getting through that? And what NLP has done for me as an individual is help me get those coping mechanisms when things do get tough to get you through that. And healthy mechanisms, right? Oh. I mean, there's there's so many of us. I mean, you get stressed, again, not just in sales, but business development, marketing, advertising, when you're a small business owner, or indeed if you're in a corporate, there's so often where, you know, that kind of happens and, it, and it's just, you know, yeah. Well, I've got a great example. So one of my clients is happy for me to, to share uh, to share some stuff. So I've got, uh, I've got it down here and um, I'd like to share with you uh, some feedback. I guess you've talked about timeline therapy already in one of the other podcasts. It depends what order people listen to the podcast in. So. Right, okay. So, but um, this is uh, some feedback from some of the clients. Um, I just wanted to let you know that for me, things since timeline therapy, my life has tested me. And amazingly, I've had zero of the old feelings or hang-ups. In fact, I felt completely happy. And over the last four occasions that previously would have had a negative impact, nothing in work last month, I worked 24 days last month, sold 23 cars and delivered 18. And that's my best output yet. And I've shaken some lazy habits and I'm more focused on earning money and enjoying work. That's something that has eluded me for many years. And I got wow. that and that, was, that, was, that, that blew me away. And I was, like, I was going to say, how did you feel when you received that? Oh. I mean, I mean, how long did you work with that guy for? A couple of sessions? Or yeah, so we had, uh, we had three sessions in total. Um, so he'd, um, he looked at my website. He said what attracted him was the, the imposter. Are you an imposter, right? Now, that's just imposter syndrome where somebody feels that they're, they're trying to be somebody else that they're actually not. And uh, so I met him in a hotel in Cardiff. We had a cup of coffee. We had one session there. We had another session, another two sessions after that. One was timeline therapy, and then and one of uh, hypnosis at the end. But the very first session was all about his language, and he also uh, sent me another text just just the other day. There, work is going well. I grossed two thousand four hundred pounds just in commission last month. Plus basic was just under three and a half thousand before tax. That's my best self-generated earn in sales for at least five years. And every day is 51% and above. I tell about the guy who showed me what can be achieved about timeline therapy. The magnitude of result it's brought to my life is like a blind man regaining his sight. Amazing. <laughs> was... What a testimonial for yeah, your coaching. Yeah, I'm really... But how does that make you feel when you read that? Oh, well, you know what? We all go through good days and we all go through not so good days. And the not so good days, when you read, pick up that and read that, that makes it all worthwhile. It really, really does. That gets you through because we've all got a passion, and my passion is to see people improve in their sales and just improve in their life in general as well. So 
For me, that's really important. The very first meeting we had with Paul was about his language. And I just want, I think it's really important that the language that he was using was having a negative impact. And he didn't realize that he was actually, what he was saying was actually get taken away from what he wanted. Because he really wanted to sell, he wanted to achieve what he wanted to do. But his language was away from, giving him an away from state. So things like try, I'm going to try and do this this week. I guess I could try, but if it, if I don't, then it'll, it'll be okay. So the language he was using was actually having a negative impact on, on that. So we sat down and... So just deconstruct that sentence. So for myself and the listener that are going through this, that phrase where you, you use try and but and things like that, help us understand the importance of that. Sure. So try. I'm going to try and hit my target this month. So if you're going to try and do something, that suggests that it could be a negative. It could be suggested as a could it could fail. I try. I'm going to try, but if I don't get it, then you're giving yourself some slack there, right? So there's a possibility it may or may not work. But like you say, implying that there's a possibility that it won't. So what's a better word to use than try? Will or must. So I, if you, if he was to start saying, which he does, he does now, I will hit my target. I can hit my target. I can, or I must hit my target. Well, I picked that up within 15 minutes of having a cup of coffee, and I just said, I just want to give you some feedback on your was language. Was that because his language was repetitive, or...? It just kept on coming. And he went, I never thought of that. And then the but. And so he would, he would, have, he would say a sentence, and then halfway through the sentence, he would go, but I may not happen you know that on one hand it might happen one hand it won't happen so the so the but actual, what if it doesn't yeah oh. what if it you know it's not a big deal but the, by 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 the but suggests that everything before he's what he said in that sentence is negated so it, it, it doesn't matter well um it'd be great if i hit my target this month but if i don't then it's no big deal so really that it'd be great if i hit my target it just disappeared because he, he's added a but and i know it's something small but mm-hmm. it has a massive impact yeah. On language when you're talking about sales. Talk to us a little bit about that mindset for success in sales. And what does that what does that phrase even mean to you? Mindset for success in sales is all about, I'll be honest, is your attitude. Okay. Mm. If you've got the right attitude and you want to serve um, someone, find out what's important to them, sell the benefits of it, and but always thinking about what's positive, what's the win-win, what's something that I, for me I'm gonna have. And what's some of them are really good for the client. So if you can do that, that mindset for success is really important. And how important is like setting your intention? I mean, every salesperson on the planet gets told you need to know your targets. And I've met lots of salespeople that don't. What's your view on how important setting intentions are in sales? Well, if you're on a train journey and you don't know the destination, when do you know how to get off? Yeah, true. When do you know how to get off? And it's exactly the same in sales. If you don't set your intention, what your destination is, setting your goals, setting your targets, whatever it may be. And it could be something small, it could be a daily one, it could be a, an hourly one, whatever. Set your intentions. Well, today, I'm going to do A, B, C. I'm going to do uh, this sale. I'm going to do that sale. I'm going to contact that customer. So set your intention is so important. And that will then just become it's a self-discipline. And that becomes a little bit repetitive, which is the, which is the right thing, because it's a success repetitive time again and again and again. And all of a sudden, the success happens. It's I'm always reminded when I think about sales of our kind of one of the NLP kind of mantras, if I call it that. It's not really a mantra, but, you know, the sayings about what you focus on is what you get. For you, what's, you know, what's that key thing for you that a salesperson can, you know, 
focus on? If I'm honest, it's what's important to the customer. Mm. So, so many salespeople sell the features. What more important to what's for, what's in it for them, rather than what's in it for the customer. So, quite often I go out and field accounts for some of my clients or for some of the businesses that I deal with. May want have got field sales consultants, and I'll and I'll and I'll sit back. And this is what I used to do in BT. It was, it was mm. just fab. And we'd just watch, and they would go, "Well, our service does A, B, C, D. It does this. It does that. It does that. It does that." I said, "But what benefit is it for the client?" Mm. Well, what do you mean? Well, okay, so if I put myself in the client's shoes, that's great that you've got all this stuff, but what does it actually mean to to them? What does it mean to me? Because I'll be honest, I don't really care what's about you. I want to care about what's in it for me as a business owner. And then when they get that, it's like a light bulb going off again, going, ah, right, okay. So a great question to ask is, in that scenario, is what's important to you? And find out what's important to the customer. So we're in a sales environment, Find out what's important to the customer. And really selling is just about rapport building, if I'm honest. And that's why people, this dirty word of, of sales, is just getting to know, like, and trust people. Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as that. It really is. And you know what? It, it's People think, if I get a no for the first time. Actually, it takes time. It just takes time to get to know people. A lot of people, quite often, it's, it takes more than one, two, three, four, five, six communications or six touches as we call it of of that client and uh, and that relationship to in order to go all right okay that's who i need to deal with but yeah this fear of rejection you know it stops people growing and owning businesses you know i know of people that for example are so afraid to pick the phone up uh, because they don't want to hear no that they don't pick the phone up or worse still, someone that I know employed someone else to do their calls for them because they were too terrified to pick the phone up. So, yeah, and that's just mindset. And I don't mean to underplay the impact of that. But as someone as trained in NLP as we are, we know that, that you can change that. And that's actually a really easy thing to fix. And I guess part of what you end up doing is, is helping people understand that, right? Like, yeah. you know, this stuff is easy. You just need to know what it is and let me help you, isn't it? Yeah, oh, completely. I think, and once people know... Once you've coached someone, once you've shown them, and you go, ah, oh, right, okay. But, you know, also, in the real world, people have got hang-ups with stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and the phone is probably the number one, I don't want to pick up the phone. And there's a number of reasons why, and some for some reasons, actually, are quite legitimate. But generally, it's that, as you quite rightly said, it's the fear. And fear is a feeling. And if you've got a feeling of fear, you can change that. We know in NLP that we can change that fear to completely, it's above 51%, so it's positivity, isn't it? The yeah. fear of failure, or the fear of rejection, or the fear of no. And then once you overcome that, then it just... And people know, right? You can change a limiting belief in 12 minutes, 15 minutes. I fear failure can be flipped on its head super quick. I just want to take you back to the testimonial that you read us earlier. And he talked about the impact of timeline therapy in sales. Now, you know, the word therapy in the UK, we have an aversion to the word therapy. We don't like it. If we were in America, we'd all have therapists, but we don't have those in the UK. So, you know... Timeline therapy, creating future techniques, whatever we choose to call it. Of course, its original name was timeline therapy. Um, that guy clearly had a massive, massive impact for him. So do you use timeline therapy a lot in your sales coaching? Um, yes, 100%. And the reason is, is because it gets to the... It's a bit like a weed in the garden. If you've got a weed in the garden and you go over there and you mow it and then uh, you, you, the roots are still there... Mm. Whereas if you can get hold of it, what NLP does is, uh, a timeline therapy does, is it goes out and pulls the root out so it never comes back again. 
I wonder where I heard that from. Yeah, I wonder. That might have been, the, <laughs> might have been from my training room. Might have been from my training room. Well, I, um, I use that. I use, but it's a great analogy. Randy. It's a great you analogy. Know, I, to, I, it's a great yeah. analogy. And that's what timeline therapy does. And, and for a lot of my clients, things are that, that in NLP, the P in uh, patterns of neuro-linguistic programming is those programs that the patterns that we've, 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 we've done from, from way, way back or we've listened to people who said, I oh, are not good enough, we're not doing this, we're not that, you know, you're crap at that. You're, whatever it may be, if you can identify where that is, uh, you know, from anger, sadness, fear, guilt, and you find out which one it is and then replace that with a positive learning from that, that's the key. Well, thank you so much for coming in today and being part of the podcast. It's been brilliant to talk to you. So if people want to find out more about what you offer, want to get in contact with you, how do they do that? Okay, well, my website address is uh, www.anchorsuccess.co.uk. You can also follow me on Facebook and Anchor Success on Facebook. And you can contact message me on there or email me at bob at anchorsuccess.co.uk. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. So I've got a few questions now. Quick fire round. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. I'm going to fire them at you. So so am I allowed to just, have I got to answer them straight away without thinking? Yeah, well, kind of. Let's see how we go. Um, So first question for you. What does unleash your potential mean to you? Power. Okay. Go on, elaborate a little. Oh. Just just, (laughs) one line, line, Bob. We know you like to talk. One Uh, line. Realising your power. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's like it's the unleashing the power yeah. that you have. Yeah, in yeah. The, yeah, okay, cool. If you were to have a favourite saying, what would it be? From NLP or just for normal? Either, it's fine. If you can keep your head when all around you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. Okay, keep you cool. I like it. If you were to go back to an age in your past, what age would you go back to? 17. Because? Well, I was in Outer Hebrides. I just moved up to the Outer Hebrides, and it was. But when you were in the Navy. Just before I joined the oh. Navy, just before I joined the Navy, it was in Outer Hebrides, and looking back, the scenery there, and we didn't really appreciate it at the time, and now I do. I, I I share a lot of things in my Facebook over it. It is just an absolute amazing place to to go in the summer, not in the winter. <laughs> the winter is, is is oh yeah, a different 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 kettle of fish, but in the summertime, it is absolutely stunning. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, I have the initial potential jar of badges here. Uh-huh. Um, and in here are a load of badges which are all related to NLP. And there's no duplicates, they're all singles. So, what I want you to do is put your hand in, give it a little rummage around, pick a handful out, and then pick a badge that resonates with you. And then I'm going to ask you why you picked it. Okay? Okay, I've got one, got one, got one. Okay. You happy with that? Do you want to swap? No. You're, happy, you're keeping yeah, it? Keep you're keeping it. it? Go on then, so tell us, what is it? Okay, what well, does it mean to you? Yeah, well, my badge is clarity. Okay. And it means to me just to be clear about what you want. And when you know what you want, life becomes a lot simpler. Indeed it does. And cl- that's what clarity means to me. Mm. Life becomes a lot simpler when you know what you want. And I'm guessing that's what NLP helped you with. And NLP definitely helps me with that, definitely. And I'm able to then help my clients find their potential. I love it. 
Nicely done, Mr. Nicely Kennedy. Done. Nicely done. So yeah, again, I've got to wear this badge now. That's for yours to take. You can oh, keep your you. souvenir. Souvenir oh, from your you. podcast show. So again, thank you. Appreciate you coming in. So I hope you found this podcast episode hugely valuable. Um, I certainly enjoyed chatting to Bob. If you want to find out more about the courses, if you want to learn how to do timeline therapy, NLP or hypnosis, then of course go across to our website, which is unleashyourpotential.org.uk. If you put forward slash on the end, you'll access all the episodes of all the podcasts that we've released and if you put forward slash free you'll be able to access all of the free material that we've got there so thank you for joining us and if it was really valuable please share it with a friend share the love and share the sales tips that bob has shared with us and don't forget to subscribe so that you know when the next podcast comes out so take care until next time goodbye